1: Hello and welcome to this week's Mall Over Podcast, the only rugby podcast that gives you all the news, views and opinion on the weekend's rugby action, all with a West Country accent. You can find us on Twitter, we are at Mall Over Podcast, we are more Over Rugby Podcast on Facebook. You can find all of our content on uh, Sound, no, not on SoundCloud anymore, that's been a while, uh, Anchor, as well as Spotify and Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and all of that sort of good stuff. Um, I'm joined this week by Ben, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. And all the way from the Alexandria Palace, in what can only be described as a hammock village, is, uh, is a Lensman. How you doing, Doug? Now, then,
2: I'm literally underneath the on which Gary Anderson will play this evening and tonight's dance patch. Yeah.
1: I know, obviously, on this audio... That's why you should... can hear
2: the music, because there's, there's, there's only, like, the, the great unwashed to being let in as we speak.
1: Wow. I mean, for those of you that can't see, Doug Doug has given me a bit of a tour of his hammock village, but there's about 10 hammocks all just kind of set up under the stage in the the Alexandra Palace. So all the things you don't see are uh, the cameramen in between sessions probably wanking themselves into a stupor. Um, (laughs) I'm
2: doing that right now.
1: (laughs) Um, so there you go. Doug is under the stage. Um, but welcome anyway. Thanks Have for coming. Big in, in this uh festive edition of the Over Podcast. We saw the return of the premiership this weekend. Um and there were some pretty I'd say strange results, but there were some pretty strange turns of events, should we say. Uh, I happened to watch Will Greenwood's um Instagram story, which was probably about 27 seconds of my life I'll never get back. What was that? Can,
2: can um, you
1: tell me? What, Will Greenwood's Instagram story? It was yeah, along, no the, idea what this is. Uh, along the lines of um, just some strange quirks of this weekend's Premier action, action. So, like, four of the teams didn't score a point, a single point in the second half. So, Northampton, Leicester, Bristol and... Uh, somebody else Wasps who lost as well didn't score a single second half point Bristol lost 41 uh, nil in the last half and a tiny bit Worcester lost 33 nil in the second half of that. oh that was Worcester not Wasps um, Worcester lost 33 nil in the second half to Gloucester just a bit of bit of random useless thanks, thanks, information, man. really. Cheers. Yeah.
2: I'm yeah. Never asked.
1: Yeah. Thanks, mate. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> let's um, let's kick off on Friday night. Uh, very quickly, we'll we'll chat about um, Worcester versus Gloucester. Um, I watched a lot of this, and Gloucester for 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 forty minutes. It was probably one of the worst rugby matches I've ever seen. Um, Worcester couldn't attack. Gloucester couldn't stop dropping the ball. And, uh, yeah, it just went on like that for, for 40 minutes. And then in the second half, Gloucester finally decided to, to turn up. And a, and a young lad who's played a couple of games this season, I don't know if either of you have seen much of him um, or if you've, if you've done any Gloucester games this season, Doug. Is that Louis-Reese Zamet? I haven't done anything with Gloucester this this year so far. Uh,
2: right. I've well, seen
1: a couple
2: of games and... He doesn't
1: look as good as Oli Thorley. No, he's in different. In
2: humble opinion.
1: No, he's kind of different to Thorley, isn't he? In the way he approaches you. Thorley goes looking for, for what, Reece Samet strikes me as a bit of a Johnny May style winger. Ben, have you seen much of him?
0: Um, yeah, he played in at least one of the games against Connaught, and he, he looked, you know, decent, like a decent youngster, but didn't really give a lot of clues of, you know, what he was going to do in this game. Um, you know i I didn't see this one and and ev- but I, there was a lot of tweets about about the kid and uh the first clip I saw was was just where he chased the ball so I, I thought it was a bit much just that he could run fast that it was getting that much um credit on on twitter but then uh, then I saw the the try that he created with that piece of skill, which was you know pretty special um, but uh yeah I mean they've had a lot of good wing- of good wingers there recently and I think you're right. I think he's got a little bit of May to him. Um, he's not quite as unpredictable, I'd say, as as early Johnny May.
1: No, no, and and maybe that he's he's a a slightly better rugby player at, at, at the same sort of age or the same it's the same level. Better
2: at being a professional rugby player. Well,
1: <laughs> you kind of know what I mean. Johnny May for a long time well, was was quite. Directionless, and he was just like, oh, "I've got the ball. Ah, oh, where am I going to run?" Whereas, this lad looks a little bit better coached earlier in his career. I don't know. It's it's a bit it's a bit bit of a shot in the dark. But uh, either way, um, Wales with their current injury problems, it uh, might find himself getting back across the border fairly sharpish Play, and uh,
2: playing at six,
1: playing at six, yeah, or in the set or at ten. Um. Gloucester did finally take hold of this game, as I say, but Worcester were terrible. Well, Ryan Mills went off on it for a yellow card, um, but between between the angry Maris Piper, which is uh, Duncan Weir, and then you've got uh, Ryan Mills and Ashley Beck, and um, was it Nanai on the wing with with somebody else? They just they were just completely toothless Worcester, and uh, they offered absolutely zero going forward um so we'll leave that there um saturday saw the bulk of the fixtures obviously um doug you were had the privilege of being at allianz allianz park did you did you bump into james i didn't um
2: no i didn't i don't know why he's Uh, probably avoiding you mate (laughs) he's probably probably over the road at the nice little italian metro cafe which is quite nice as a group of camera. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Saracen's, uh, you know, everything, everything, everything they do just works. Um, like, honestly, they, if they fell in the barrel of dicks, they'd come up sucking a tip, would they? They're unbelievable. Some days a of frozen offload that hits a bloke square in the mush and lands straight in the hands of Max Malins and dots it down. I mean, it just doesn't happen for other teams. And then everyone says, oh, Malin's had a brilliant game. And, and he did. He was all right but I mean they just it doesn't matter what happens like every decision goes their way, every offload bounces the right direction they get knock-ons at crucial moments again when they're defending. It's, if it wasn't so close to my house I would never go there
1: again <laughs> but it's convenient for work yeah
2: exactly,
1: <laughs> hates, exactly. Sar- hates Harrison's love um, money
2: and, uh, yeah, so the rumors are now that Johnny May is going to join them.
1: Seen just that to, uh, today.
2: Absolute joke. Absolute joke. I so, don't know how they're doing it, but that, that side that they put out on Saturday was eight clubs of international players. You know, so, let's just double down. we are doubling down on the cheating. They're Sarah's- not going to catch us three times.
1: Saracen's side on Saturday was Malins, Maitland, Tompkins, Barrett, Daly, Farrell, Spencer, uh, Mako, Jamie George, who didn't get called a fat mess. Um Cock, Itoji Cruz, Ezequiel Earl, and Billy Vunapola. Uh, how did Ben how did Ben Earl play? Ben
2: L was good, but you would be if you like anyone would look good. If you've got 14 other world-class players, that's why Max Malian's looks good. And don't forget that they brought Skelton off the bench. They brought that American prop off the bench. Lama
1: Satelli, um, Jackson Ray. Yeah. Uh,
2: who else did they bring off the bench? Oh, it's, it's, it's,
1: it's Duncan Taylor, great. Alex Lewington, yeah. Jack Singleton.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. It's,
1: it's a job. Ben, you wanted in? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was quite looking forward to seeing... Um, how Bristol did get on against the full strength Saracens because there was a bit of a br- Bristol bandwagon um, starting up and I, I, I see them as a little bit like um, some of the decent Wasp sides of old that that could look brilliant a lot of the time but coming up against a slightly more pragmatic team with with equally good players might struggle a little bit and that's kind of what happened. But um, as we said to to Lloyd, friend of the pod, when uh, he was a bit despondent, it it was a bit of a um, compliment to Bristol that that they did put the full Death Star out. You know, pretty much their first choice team um, probably felt they had to do that. I think it's interesting that the England fullbacks playing on the wing, and there's another English kid playing at fullback though. Yeah, um, and uh, in the the um, newspaper article, I think it was the, sorry, Doug, I didn't catch that. Uh, no, I was just going to say the
2: England fullback should be playing on the wing.
0: Well, yeah, that's Brilliant. I I think I agree with you, but um, yeah, Malins is quite similar to Good. You know, he runs in a similar way. He's a bit quicker, but he's got, he's got quite a lot of the same attributes and perhaps suits their way of playing a little bit more. Um, but they'd be. Um, <laughs> they might be relying on the likes of Earl and Malins when, when it comes to the international windows, and it, it, at this rate, they might lose them as well.
1: <laughs> well, Earl maybe. I can't see. I can't see Malins getting a shout. We've got so fingers many fingers crossed, eh? Fingers crossed. Um, let's let's move on from Cyrus and Exeter Chiefs. Went to um, where did they go? Welford Road to play Leicester. Leicester. Now, um, this was a really interesting game. I watched a large large amount of this on Saturday afternoon as it was on the, the BT Sport coverage. And for the first, well, first 25, 30 minutes, Leicester absolutely turned up. Their big players turned up. They they ran the ball hard. George Ford was nudging the ball left, right, and centre. Um, Luke, uh, who was the referee? Was it Luke Pierce? No. Oh, I need to find out who the referee was. Because um, it might have been Luke Pierce. Actually, it was Luke Pierce. Because I was I was commenting quite a bit. He seemed to uh, he seemed to favour them quite heavily around the contact area, and we you know Exeter do. Kind of live and die by the sword at, at the contact area a lot of the time. A lot of uh, people calling them for sealing off and and that sort of stuff. But your two um as I say, Ford, the guy who's um, uh, Tafua, who was very very good. They picked a massive back road to try and combat the uh, the Exeter power game, and uh, and Tafua was was excellent. Uh, your news. He, they were just so good for for 35 minutes or so. Um, Exeter managed to hang on to them. And then second half, Exeter just did absolute Exeter things and Leicester just looked like they weren't interested again. It was really strange. You know, Go from being 19, I think they were uh, 19, 12 up. And it was, it was just not. It's not how Leicester have played all season, and they were they were a real joy to watch. Exeter lost Henry Slade. Um, they've rested a, a lot of people, um, but again, you know they weren't allowed to play at all, and I just can't understand the drop off from the from the first half to the second half, Ben. Any any ideas? Um, I mean,
0: it is sapping playing against Exeter the way they, they attack. You know, maybe it took a little bit out of the legs, but it, you know, looking at Leicester's bench, it's it's a little bit beige. Um and and Exeter have, have got some very good players on that bench. Um we we spoke because we watched as part of this game together, didn't we? And and they've they've just signed Cooper from Newcastle. He was really impressive um, as a Newcastle player. And he added a bit of um, sort of dynamism when he came on. Um, Hogg is is something a little bit different for Exeter. I think he adds a bit to the team. Um, And, you know, Hill seems to have scored every week so far this season from second row. So, um, you know, I think, you know, Exeter have got a better squad than, than Leicester. Leicester have got some outstanding individuals, you know. But Exeter's last try came pretty much directly from a, you know, a real great break by Tuolangi. And then they just went backwards from the breakdown for a couple of phases. And then Exeter picked up the ball and scored. And it, it's almost like it's a team playing against some, some great individuals with, um, with sort of filler in between.
1: Doug, Doug. I know. uh, Did you want to get in on the uh, on the Leicester vibe?
2: Uh, They're just. I'm thoroughly enjoying them being an absolute laughing (laughs) stock. I saw nothing nothing more to say other than that. You know, they they seem like they're gutless. They seem like they're directionless. So it was Jordan Murphy having a barney with one of the fans.
1: Apparently, (laughs) apparently the fan, from what I've heard, the fan was telling him to stop swearing. So he had a bit of a barney. He had a bit of a barney with him, and then went back later in the game to apologise. All while the all while the game was going on. So
2: yeah, what a helmet.
1: (laughs) uh, (laughs) Do you think uh, he'll be he'll be gone before too long, or do you think they'll kind of sidestep him a little bit?
2: Hey, fingers crossed, eh?
1: It just it's, goes, it's,
2: There's a lot of fingers crossed going on at the moment. Isn't it? <laughs> it, it's ne- it's never a good sign when you start
0: fighting with the fans, though, is it? That's usually.
2: That's no, pretty universally accepted that that's a bad sign. Yeah, that's usually <laughs> sort of stage
0: two on the uh, g- going to be out of here by um, February yeah. scale, yeah. isn't it?
1: Yeah. It's. Uh... Go on. No, no, no I just.
2: It's just really unfortunate. If they could just be average Saracens, would be so in the shit. But they're just not, are they? Because it'd be better if there was like eleven average teams and Saracens, or you know, you know what I mean. If if they could just pull out a couple of wins, just to make it. What Sar- Saracens behind them now? Seventeen points.
1: Yeah. They're minus, to minus the yeah. Game. They're minus thirteen. Leicester on four. So
2: they're on pace to catch them in another month. They'll be on. Well, they'll be on positive points for the next round of the European games because they're, yeah. they're they're gonna they're gonna win all of those games, aren't they? With a bonus point. You they've don't, got,
0: yeah. They've got
2: next, haven't they? <clears throat> oh, well, I suppose that won't be a bonus point. You may, you'd like to think Exeter could win that.
1: Yeah. Especially as they've they've they gave a lot of players a week off this week,
2: yeah. (laughs) That's even better. Can you imagine 10 years ago if Exeter were playing Leicester and they gave a load of players a week off? (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, that's the game next Sunday, which uh,
0: which which will definitely be worth watching. And it's at Exeter, so you might even make Exeter slight favorites for that,
1: Mm. yeah. Uh, depending on what sort of side Saracens put out I mean you could ex- you would expect all of their big guns to be playing like two full strength sides the two best teams in the premiership going at it wouldn't you so you know whatever happens it's going to be it's going to be a fascinating encounter yeah I mean you'd, you'd still
2: expect if Sarries if did have their best team like, they would still win quite comfortably because it's essentially an international team isn't it yeah it's like a, it's like a Harlem Globetrotters team yeah <laughs>
1: That's that's true. Um, shit, black kit. Uh, <laughs> oh, poor <laughs> Saris Poor Saris um, Let's uh, let's move on. A couple more games on Saturday. The Harlequins beat Wasps. I seem to be. I'm gonna. We're going to be rattling through these quite quickly. A because you're going to have to go in a minute, Doug. And B because yeah, we haven't watched too much of it. Um, let's let's skip straight on then to London Irish versus Bath yesterday, because we all watched a, a fair amount of this. Um, the first, the half, Irish was, that game. The first <laughs> half the first half, was a monumental ass in, wasn't it? I think it's probably the best way to describe it.
2: It's one of the most Stephen Mylery things I've ever seen in my life as well.
1: What, well, that cross kick? <laughs> oh,
2: <my laughs> so garbage, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'll scuff
1: this one. I watched it live and they were, they were doing all right. They were going through the phases and it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden he goes, Fipsy, Fipsy, cross kicks on, cross kicks on. And then he just, wow. I don't even know um, what it nice was. Not,
2: yeah, I, see, I, I saw this. I saw this on, uh, I saw this on rugby tonight last week. I'm giving it a
1: go. <laughs> <laughs> Owen Farrell makes this look easy. Oh, hold my beer. Um, but that first, that first half for London Irish was, uh, well, was it because Bath were that good, do you think? Or do you, Irish were Irish poor? I mean, if, 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 probably a bit of both, but it's the first time Bath have turned up this season, really.
2: It's, if it was anything like how I felt, it was just they were so weirded out by the gantry being on the other side of the stadium that they couldn't actually watch the game with any degree of comfort. <laughs> Why not? Because they were playing the wrong way the a tv game through switch sides that it do,
0: do you remember so, do you remember when they went through that stage of doing games in 3d
2: yeah i worked on quite a lot of them
0: that that was like that wasn't it because that was filmed yeah. from the other side and it was all yeah. a bit weird yeah and
2: it,
0: you, you got the added bonus of not having stuart barnes on commentary as well which was, <laughs> was good. But,
2: um i think being one of only 17 people that was watching
0: it yeah exactly yeah we you had, to, you had to actually wear the glasses, didn't you? It was very weird, but
2: yeah,
0: yeah. But um, just go down the pub and wear glasses. It, it was, you know, it,
1: like it, it was the future. <laughs> it was the future. I, I bought, a I bought a telly at the time. Oh, 3 D. Probably paid an extra four hundred quid for it. It um, didn't
0: look any yeah. different either. The only thing that was different was if, like, a touch judge walked in front of the camera, you just got a real sort of three D of his backside. Yeah, real piercing headache. Yeah, four um, years of my life
2: I put into that. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Doug.
0: Um, back well, to Bath, developed
2: I guess. A lot of the techniques that we used on that. So there you go. Waste, complete waste of time. Oh,
0: glad I brought it up.
1: <laughs> be Doug pulling back the curtain again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but Bath, I think, uh, you know, people were comparing Bath's performance to the one the week before in Europe. But I, I think, you know, they're always going to be more up for a league game than they are for... A, pretty much a second team going to France for an assing um and you know we, we said about bath before that they were a bit toothless a bit um a bit vanilla with you know sort of journeyman players but you know this game they had back watson and joseph rocco on the wing underhill is playing and it just gave them much more of a cutting edge and you know joseph looked in really good nick and and watson is such a great finisher um that they were always just going to look a lot sharper and i think line speed was better defense was better but but you know they're, they're putting out a better 15 than they have been for the last few weeks which you know i'm no rugby expert but that tends to help
1: yeah and they're from i mean
2: an wait, area wait. of are you saying that if you have better players you tend to play better
0: Yes, it's revolutionary, but Somebody I'm gonna
2: select Stephen Jones.
1: Know that. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, we can't. Seemed... We're blocked. Someone, What's... someone.
2: Yeah, someone who isn't blocked.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What seemed to make a bit of a difference, obviously, was Beno Obaro coming back and Will Stewart in the front row. They seem to. Beno with
2: enough legs for four
1: people. <laughs> he is just two ginormous legs, isn't he? Yeah.
0: There's some pretty big units in that bath pack. You got Stuke as well.
1: Um, yeah, he's a lump of meat, isn't he? Yeah. Friend and of the that Josh McNally looks posi- yeah. positively small in comparison. Yeah. So, you know,
0: going to get a bit of go forward there. You know, I don't think Bath are much, much different to Leicester. They just seem to be a bit more together than Leicester. Um, so I would imagine that. They won't be far apart in the table. It's, it's wasps to me look like they might be in a bit of danger.
1: Yeah. I mean, I watched on the on the highlights, Wasps had several opportunities against Quinn's in the last few minutes to kick to the corner, to set themselves up to to get back in and, and win the match. And they just kept ballsing it up. Like real, if they, go down, like,
2: if they go down, that's
1: the end of them. Well, that's that's not a bad that's not a bad shout because if you look at the the likes of yeah you know your, your trailfinders um, who uh, not necessarily the pirates, but then if their ground is is a little bit better by then, uh, or if they've been able to build the stadium for Cornwall, then that might have a, a bit of an impact. Um, but you can't see. Well, the, the, the international players that are at Wasps, if they went down, they probably would fold, wouldn't they? Do you think? Or do you think that they would just... You
2: know? Oh, yeah. And they're not going to be able to pay for that stadium on um, game seats. Well, they, they barely, get,
1: any, and they barely and get anybody they, there they, now.
2: They do. They do. They get 12,000 or so in there. But the, once you go to the championship, it's going to drop significantly. And then... <clears throat> They've got to pay all those people
1: and there's no TV money. So you know, they would be fun. Poor wasps. But looking at, the ta- looking at the table, I mean, they're on six points. Leicester are on four. Um, obviously, Saracen's on minus 13. And then it's a, it's a six-point jump. And even at this early stage of the season, after, after six games, they're six points behind London Irish. And you think, yeah, obviously London Irish took a bit of a battering yesterday, but you know it's starting to become it's starting to become a bit of a problem, isn't it?
0: Well, you've got to think that that Bath on a couple of occasions already have managed to sort of get a forward pack performance together to batter a result out. They did it against
1: Northampton, was it? Yeah,
0: they did. And and you've got to think that Leicester may may be able to sort of turn on a performance enough. You know, score four tries in, in, in games. You've got Tulangi, Vianu, May, Genj. quite a lot of flair in that team with, with Ford as well. So, you know, I think they will win some games. And you just wonder with Wasps, do they have the... I don't think they've got enough flair or enough power to to do either of those things. And they're going to probably get caught, caught between two uh, stools.
1: As in two shit teams, when you say stools.
0: Toad toad stools, yeah.
1: (laughs) Not actual physical stool samples. (laughs) Um, Like, I don't know, Leicester and London Irish, maybe. Who knows? Um, Yeah. Northampton, Doug, went to the AJ Bell, lost to Sale. Um, A surprise result for you, or...? Yeah. Not, not, not really
2: I think the cumulative effect of getting your cumulative effects of getting your ass handed to you on a platter for two weeks is uh, probably something to do with it. Um, two pretty brutal games and you know, we're not gonna be the last team that loses to the sale there.
1: No, no, and, and sale you know, sale are a good side, they've got good players. Um, it,
2: it's like um, it's like on a video game. If if you go into the AJ Bell you get minus ten power points. Because <laughs> it's just such a soul destroying place to be, but um, uh, you know you immediately lose 10, 10 points off your overall rating.
1: <coughs> wow, excuse me, go on, Ben.
0: It, I've just, uh, I've just, I was just looking at that game, and it says Sale tries Ashton Van Rensburg, Van der Merwe, and I, I'm not sure if that's three players or just one of their new signings' full name. Um, oh, but, Ben. But they're. Um, might, then. Yeah, they're. they're uh, again, you look at their squad and it's a strong squad, isn't it, Sale? Um, well, yeah, good. be even better if they could compete financially. Exactly, mate. Yeah.
1: It's all those bloody um, South Africans. One, yeah. two, three, four, five, six, seven in the starting lineup on, on Saturday with seven and, uh, Englishmen on the bench.
0: And, and also, you've got. They keep picking up brothers and twins, which. Seems like cheating to me. It's like two for the price of one. um Cloning. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think I think Doug's exactly right. I think a lot of teams are going to lose up there. They're probably going to be nearer the top than the bottom of the table, I would imagine.
1: But that's where I think this season is. It's going to be one of those seasons where everybody is going to be ev- beat everybody, and it's who can be the least shit when it comes to beating everybody Maybe. that. That will not stay up. Doug's talking, and nobody can hear him.
0: Muted himself
2: again. Everyone's going to beat everybody except Saracens and Exeter are going to beat each other and then lose to Saracens in the final.
1: Well, Exeter have lost two games already. Lat they lost to Bristol at home, didn't they? And
2: yeah, I mean, I guess they're saving, keeping players back because they can afford to this year.
1: Well, they uh, they're going to be guaranteed the player. They um they're going to be guaranteed the the playoffs at least, aren't they? Which is you know they they could almost afford to to pull a Saracens like they have done in previous seasons, um where they've just rested a, a lot of people for for periods of the season because they knew that they were going to be in there and bring all the big guns back for for the finals. But, you know, it's a long way off yet. Next June, June the 23rd or something, isn't it? Ridiculous like that. Seems a long, long, long way off yet.
2: Because it is, mate. It's six months.
1: Yeah, true. True.
2: Quite literally half a year.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, it actually is today, isn't it? Six months today. There you go. Um, That was boring, wasn't it? Let's... uh... (laughs) Yep. Do you, want do, do you want to do some do some any other business before we go?
2: Yeah, yeah, because I've got a run. Go on, then. um. Uh, grown ass adults shouldn't wear fancy dress. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
2: it. Oh, uh, really? Yeah.
1: I thought uh, I thought you were gonna say about grown ass men writing um, marriage proposals to female presenters.
2: Oh,
1: the darts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she seems like a nice girl, though. Who's that? Old Woodsy. No comment. No, Doug. Doug's uh, Doug's muted himself.
2: But... Sorry, I was just asked a question to which I answered. Somebody has just deposited some darts next to me.
1: <laughs> Nick...
2: um, yeah, just don't. Just if you're a, if you're an adult, a human adult person, don't just be better than that.
1: Fair enough. Here's a question about the darts. How often do they change the board? Start of every match? Every match. Every match, brand new board. Yeah, yeah. Not even every session, every match. Talking of boring stuff. (laughs) Well, it's just, you know, just just something that uh, that popped into my head.
0: What Um, kind of grass seed do they use on the pitch at Bath?
2: (laughs) I don't know if you know, but the water table there is quite high.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you know the ph of the water um six
1: <laughs> well, well played um ben any other business for you
0: um just uh well we, should we thank phil for hosting us we had a we had a bit of a nah. bit of a party the other night didn't we um no, let,
2: let's let's not because he hasn't been asked to show up or even answer any, any other messages yeah
0: that's true um Fuck i mean phil. <laughs> All right, I won't thank him then. Said all of our female listeners.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we had a lovely afternoon stroke evening at Phil's house. His mansion, his country farmhouse.
2: Yeah, it's... Uh... Did my invite get lost in the post?
1: <laughs> uh must have done, mate. You're at the darts.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers, Phil. Again. He won't want to
0: come. He's at the darts. That's
1: what he said. He won't come. Invite him and he won't come. He said you're an I... ignorant bastard.
0: Highlight of the party was Russell locking his son in a cupboard. That was. Uh...
1: <laughs> it seemed to go down well. <laughs> and, and weirdly, weirdly, didn't even bother him.
0: He was, um, he was, he quite liked it in there. I think. Yeah. So did I. Can you, you hear that? It?
1: Hang on a minute. <laughs> What's is that? Is that the
2: darts?
1: It's you the darts it. Oh, brilliant! Talking of darts, I was going to mention that um, that Fallon Sharrock um, as my bit of any other business.
2: Ben, are you finished? By the way, yeah, I'm finished.
1: <laughs> well, the amount of people, the amount of people I've seen on Twitter and on social media banging on about equality. Because Fallon Sherrock has won a couple of darts matches, saying, "Oh, women are just as good as men at everything." Well, not quite, but you know, she's she's done quite well at darts. Fair play to her. But darts is a sport that will all has always been and will always be pretty sort of equivalent when it comes to um, the abilities of of men and women. The only issue is England
2: men's team. Uh, the England men's pack against the England women's pack and see
0: so who wins more scrum penalties. Oh, well, it depends who depends who's refereeing. It's going to say judging by the world cup final, it might be close.
1: Yeah. Facts. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but my, my point lies around she's in there. She's doing it. Fair play. The only, the only issue has been previously around um, access and women being able, being able to compete as in, being allowed to compete as a as a far as far as not being um, good enough. Now, now she's in there and doing it. Why is there? Why is it even a big thing? Just let her get on with it. She's doing quite well. She beat that Serbian bloke. She the old sulovic I think he was quite good. He was one of the um, one of the seeded players. Fair play.
2: You're just a misogynist, Russ. Yeah. W- w- welcome to the Mall Ockie Podcast. Dinosaur
1: not mate i just think you know fair play she's doing her business let her crack on let's not make a big thing of it
2: georgie bingham's gonna have your gut for mate.
1: oh good georgie bingham that fucking wetty look at me i'm on the radio you must listen to me because i'm on the radio no i won't switch you off put a podcast on you'll find russ
2: nilson's been on the radio
1: once or twice, mate, and and I think you'll also find if you if you're at a loose end on Boxing Day between twelve and three, I'll be on Love Sport talking about Guinness Premiership, um, rather than spending time with my family. So uh, there you go.
0: Okay. Everyone's a winner.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. also so Love
2: General Public
1: Love Sport is now <laughs> you such a dick. Love Sport is now on DAB as well, so it's no longer just internet based. You can find it on all your good and not so good digital tuners so uh check check out love sport radio um
2: i find it bizarre that they pick the fourth best out of us not to be on their show
1: <laughs> why don't you say that mate <laughs> it's
2: it's like when you're at the
1: um you know when I'm you're might,
0: at... i might set up a twitter poll
1: yeah <laughs> you know when <laughs> do, you do that do that and we'll see who wins
0: it's it's like they're at the restaurant at the isn't it and there. they're like they're like i'd like i'd like the house wine please i'd like the house presenter
2: what's your best wine (laughs) um what's your best wine yeah could i have the fourth best (laughs) thanks amazing (laughs) well russ is so upset about that
0: (laughs) (laughs) we should definitely do a poll though
1: yeah i'm gonna do a poll on them all over
2: (laughs) do do the one that that rugby stick did i will say who's the best ben dougie phil other
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> at least at least it'll look like somebody else has done it
0: who's your favorite lord
1: um for those of you that are still listening this deep <laughs> this deep into the podcast um it must be if not the worst one of the worst ones ever but you know, they ever know who knows it's quite self self-deprecating well, no, Before- it's christmas and it's, yeah, free. it's free
2: stop whinging yeah, know, yeah. and it's also, christmas
1: um she was going to say, "We before we go, we had a reader review out of nowhere, an oh. iTunes review." So uh, the the iTunes review came from. It wasn't
0: for that live uh, one, was it? Uh,
1: no, uh, I don't think it was. It was it was from a somebody called her De, Herp Derp Effing Work from the United States of America. Don't know, but uh, welcome, new listener. Um, great pod really feels like you're having a chat with your friends about our favorite sport they themselves say they'll keep getting better have i been saying that for like four years
2: yeah um, so far i've found it
1: it's something yeah yet to be proven um guys make us uh and i believe that's true guys make a solid outline of topics and a little less dead air great work thanks for doing it uh thanks so much for doing it cheers from the usa uh, and that's from Dai Perk. D-A-I Perk. So, welcome, Dai. Sounds like a Welshman. Um, that's a bit presumptuous, but, you know. Also, you probably won't like us when it comes to Six Nations time. So, uh, we have a history of upsetting Welsh people.
2: But well, he might, he well, might also, get a game you, in the centres. So, if you're going to leave her a review, try not to be a dick about
1: it. <laughs> anyway, welcome. We hope you enjoy. Um, and we're glad you're not Irish because ultimately, you know, we hate them more than anybody else. Um, there you go. Uh, all that remains for us to say is uh, have a good Christmas. Enjoy your time with your families and stuff. And we'll be back maybe next weekend after the round of fixtures, maybe in the new year. But uh, Except in Ireland. Except in Ireland. Um, go well. Network.